Are you well? I'm not too bad. How are you? Good to see you, big man. Ah, that's good. We're, we're here. We are. You may, should we? Uh, should, we explain, should we explain why we're why we're here? Well, it'll probably it'll help. Yeah, it's good. I suppose, suppose we've been having conversations this last, well, this last few months anyway, about well, this last few years about doing something together, working on something together. But this last few months in particular, we've been having more meaningful conversations about uh, getting some proper nitty gritty chat going and getting proper conversations going that are a lot more in depth than your surface level nonsense that most people are just passing their time with and um, wasting maybe a lot of time with. And and not a lot of people are getting a lot of goodness from the conversations that have been had. So we thought we'd come on to the the podcast scene and and go a wee bit deeper. Yeah, we're about seven years too late, but here we are. You shared shared a a image of us in the Edge version one posting any questions. We're here to help answer in any format. If we had just done a podcast back then, hey, you'd be, we'd be, we'd be Joe Rogan. I would be, we'd be minted. We'd be minted. I remember the, do you remember the title for the book that we were going to write uh, based off those questions, do I don't know. Uh, it was called Fuck Off. <laughs> <laughs> Frequently Asked Questions on Female Fitness. I still no, think that's a clinker of a title for a book. Uh, we, had, trademark, we, trademark. we had dad humor before we were dads. <laughs> Pioneers. So, we, uh, I, this is, we're going to give this a rattle each week and hopefully offer a bit of insight. So just, I don't know, we're a minute or two in here and we haven't even introduced ourselves, which is poor form. And I know the chances are, if you're listening to this, is because you've jumped on via one of our, our social channels. So you might have an idea who we are, but one of my long lasting failures in business was feedback on a workshop that I did, that I didn't introduce myself and I got called out for being arrogant. <laughs> to presume that everyone who was there knew who I was. And uh, I'm not salty about it. It's only 10 years later and I'm still talking yes. about it. So yeah, that doesn't hurt at all. I'm Porek Grimes. I am uh, a gym owner, a coach, a father. I, uh, would you say, I used to be journalist. Did a bit Please. of writing for the paper. Yeah, model. Did a bit of modeling. Oh, no, how long? Oh, no, I keep going. I'm trying to beef up this CV because my mind is fairly short here. You have to throw out hooks. You have to throw out hooks. Got a oh. silver medal at the NI Open there last weekend. If you want to know about it, <laughs> that's Brazilian jiu-jitsu for anybody who's wondering. That's basically hugging other men in pajamas. I was the silver medal hugger. 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 So, uh, yeah, fantasy football nerd, basketball fan. I see. I'm a. a Do you want me to go away and come back? Nineties naughties. I'm just throwing hooks here because some of them are bound to land. Some of them are bound to land, but essentially. Between the two of us, we've about 25 years worth of personal training and gym floor coaching under our belts and about 10 years of, of parenthood. So that's mm-hmm. where a lot of our uh, a lot of our insights are going to come from. And about 70 years of life. You forgot about that one. A good 70 years of uh, grinding and, and getting through everything that everybody goes through in their, their day-to-day. So yes, I'm Niall Hollywood. I am... Currently a gym manager in Source Cookstown and paired up with the lads um, from Source a few years ago after formerly having Hollywood Fitness in Cookstown. Uh, so former gym owner and moseyed on into the into the uh, into the team more of a team dynamic with Source. I'm also a father of three lovely kids, the same as Mr. Grimes himself, and husband to the saint 
that is Shannon Hollywood. And I have no doubt that Shannon's going to be one of the few listeners to this, so I'm going to be very, very good to learn this first episode especially, because she'll probably not be back for episode two, let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> I'll listen to this, so I don't need to <laughs> um, No, I, and, and I suppose we've, we've, we've got very similar backgrounds in terms of the, the way we came up through the, the fitness industry, and we've, we've coached many's uh, a, a person who came from the same, the same background. We, we specialize in, in working with real people, dealing with real lives and real situations. So between the two of us, we've, we've experienced a lot. And we've had a lot of relationships with a lot of real people and a lot of a lot of good people. So I think we, between the two of us, we have a lot of experience in sharing conversations and sharing scenarios and situations that people get a lot from. So hopefully this podcast will be another avenue for people to get something from. And to be quite honest with you, I, I, I spoke to you before we started recording. It'd be good to, to tell people why we wanted to do this in the first place. And for me, selfishly, I used to write a weekly blog. Uh, called Wednesday Words of Wisdom, which which will be making a comeback at some point in the near future. But, wait, <laughs> exclusive. There you go. But um, part of the reason I wrote them every week were for cathartic reasons of my own. I loved getting thoughts out of my head and out into the open. And I'm you, I'm using this podcast 100% in that vein as well. So having good conversations with good people and fleshing out ideas and thoughts and questions, big questions. That's what it's all about for me. Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to getting stuck in. Like, really, we're using this as a vehicle to discuss things that we're discussing on a day-to-day basis with clients and with the people who were were helping on their journeys. And because everyone will encounter challenges and hurdles, and a lot of the time you think I'm the only person with this problem, whereas I can promise you it's 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 a lot more out there than you'd think the, the the trouble that you're facing and I think just by us being able to cover a topic so each week we're going to maybe hone in on one thing and give our own insights and experiences and and bits and pieces of advice to maybe help you navigate through that that quagmire that you find yourself in and hopefully if it if it helped then this whole experience has been worthwhile so we are, uh, our inboxes are, are open doors. We have an open door policy. There is a bouncer on the door and it, it, there is a no dickheads allowed sort of, <laughs> sort of scheme in place. But outside of that, if you have any questions which you would like us to tackle, go for it. And that means uh, less thinking for us because we can just, I actually, I copped out already. So whenever yeah. we were, whenever we were discussing how we would how we would run these, we said, right, we'll settle on one, one juicy thing that has popped up through the week and it'll give us a chance to both sort of think out our answers and flesh out ideas and present them to each other. And then we'll ask ourselves one question each. And I, I had a lot of different varies, varying questions that I was going to come at you with. And <laughs> I found it hard to land on one because I didn't know if you were going to hit me with a serious one or a, a stupid one. I, that was my quandary too. Um, is this going to be too deep? And he's going to come at me with something silly. <laughs> well, and then I that was what I was thinking. I was hedging <laughs> my bets and you coming with something very stupid at me. <laughs> so, well, so I have then, one, one of each in my back pocket just in case. Um, so have I. I have, <laughs> then I, I asked on my socials last night and I, I had a couple of good questions come in. So, as I say, each week we'll be encouraging people to ask us to discuss different things and it'll 
allow us to hopefully help you through whatever it is you're maybe fighting the the challenges in your in in front of you right now. So I you you, you hit on the nail on the head there with something you said there. If, if even one person gets something from this, and it's worth doing. And again, from a completely selfish point of view, I'm using these chats as a way of. I've always said to myself that I was able to write better than I spoke. Uh, I was able to write more of a version of myself that I could um, identify with than I could speak. So I'm using this as another platform because I'm under no illusion that there's going to be a massive amount of people listening to this. So I'm free to, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm free to say pretty much anything I want and um, there are no repercussions. Uh, well, we'll stay on the safe side, but this is more of a way of me being able to express myself in a way that I, I feel like I, I should be able to do on a daily basis that I have no problem doing through the written word. And I would love to be able to do it better in the spoken word. So this is just another platform to be able to practice that. And and again, from a selfish point standpoint, that's something I want to role model for my kids. Something like a good being a good communicator, being a good uh, being someone who's comfortable speaking their mind and speaking their truth. So yeah, for me, even if nobody gets anything from it, they think we're too ball bags talking on Spotify or wherever this is going to be, then that's fine for by me. I, I'm still going to get something from this, and I hope somebody else does. But from the years of writing uh, the blog that when I did do it, you would I would post them week on week and I would rarely go back and read them because you just it wasn't something I like to do, go back and read them. But people would message you and it would force you to have to go back and read what, what, what are they touching on there. And you just don't know what people are going through until they let the veil down. Um, and it's nice to, to think that something that you put out there helps somebody along the road and it helped them get somewhere or even just get a wee bit of peace or a wee bit of... Uh, confidence or peace of mind knowing that I, as you said i'm not the only one thinking this or i'm not the only one going through this and there, uh, there's always that old maxim if you're thinking of a question chances are there's a hundred other people thinking that same question they're too afraid to ask it so by asking that question you're just freeing up somebody else who hadn't got the maybe the courage or the confidence to ask um they don't have to ask now you've done them the favor and then they get the answer and if we can't come up with it we'll find somebody who can yeah I'm looking forward to getting stuck in. So I'm like this week, our theme was just letting everyone know what we're at. This is, that was it. And I think we've done it. So I'm going to hit you straight away here with the question Oish. that I want to. Yeah, I'm going to go. And I want a, a relatively serious answer. And it's, it's picking up on something that we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. Your surname, Hollywood. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a gorgeous surname, but it has, oh, it has attachment of, when people hear the, the word Hollywood, they don't think of you now. <laughs> they do not. So how do you think your name has impacted your identity? In the sense that if you were Niall Grimes, you wouldn't mm-hmm. have had to probably, well, it just, it would have been different. So how, how do you feel that sort of the potential connection of something that was very large in life, Hollywood, films, all that there. But it was your name, and it is your name. So how do you, like, where, what do you think if you had been something, somebody different, if you had had a different surname, do you think you would, your life would have been any different? That's an interesting one. That's, that's definitely from an angle that I've not considered. And it's not, it's not something I've considered in the past, but it's, it is something now that you've, you've put it out there and I'm, I'm thinking there is definitely uh, examples of where it did affect 
the way that I developed as a person. Now, for me, there's two ways of looking at it. First and foremost, the word Hollywood, to me, when I hear Hollywood, I don't think what most people think. I think family. So I think first and foremost, uh, my grandparents, my mom, my, my uncles, my aunties. So for me, Hollywood was my identity in that I was coming from the Hollywood family. So it was all about that pride of the, the people, the elders in the family and then representing them well, because in Greencastle, Hollywood's not a common name. It's it, There's one hot, or family of Hollywoods. There's a family of Hollywoods further on down the road as well, in Gorch and Brisky. But it's, for me, it was all about pride and pride in my granda. For, for one, he was, he was a massive part of my life. Pride in my uncles. We played for Greencastle and that's something that I wanted to emulate. But then you've also got that other side of it too, where the, you have got the Hollywood, the, the Americanized Hollywood. And for me, the way that would have affected me growing up would have been, it would have given me a bit of a tougher skin because it was a target for people. Not always a a, a mean target or a, a, a target that they were attacking, but it was something for them to latch onto. So it meant that I had to get comfortable with getting comfortable talking to people fairly quickly because it was almost like a segue into an introduction because my name was Hollywood. It was a conversation starter. So it allowed me that gateway into good conversations or sometimes deflecting uh, maybe a barb or a, or a, a jabe coming at me. I remember when I went to the Christian Brothers in Oma and a few of the guys started just, uh, the, the greeting was, I went to the Christian Brothers to do my A-levels. I actually went to play football. I had nothing to do with A-levels. Um, I went to play football and they started calling me by, it, literally my, my name became for two years, Hey Hollywood, but in an American accent. So it was, Hey Hollywood, that's all I would hear in the corridors. And I like that. I like that the fact that I had that, that we handle and it was a nice sweet connection to people. So growing up, if my name had been something different, I think I would have faded into the background a wee bit easier, a wee bit better. Like there's nothing famous about me. It's my name is a place in America that has a fame associated with it. So I'm under no illusion that there was anything to do with me. It was just a name that people recognized. And it was a, it was a, it was an oddity, if you want. And it, it always allowed that open door for conversation, sometimes for ridicule, but that allowed me then, or maybe it, I don't say allowed, it developed in me a sense of humor that would possibly deflect any ridicule or harmful comments that were coming my way. And I've used that personally for to great effect. Um, Do you feel like it um it give you a almost like a sh- not a shield but more I'm thinking more in your adult life now moving into coaching at Hollywood Fitness and it give you a platform or a, just a an alter ego almost to be this like sort of volume turned up version of yourself or or not I'm talking through my hole here and it just that's your name and that's that. Well, now, yeah, you would do that. You would do that a fair bit, but no, I don't think you're. You, you've sort of touched on something there. Like, um, there was never other. There was never whenever I started uh, personal training for myself. There was never going to be other anything else I was going to use as a name other than Hollywood Fitness. It just lent itself very well to what we were, we were all about. Um, it's it was a nice catchy word. People, I was training people for a couple of years sometimes before they realized that that was my surname. They just assumed that that was the business name, and it wasn't. It was nothing to do with my name. But I very much pride myself on whenever I interact with people on social media, or like I just put out what I'm thinking. I don't filter myself. 
at all. Um, if I have something to say and I don't think it'll be received very well, or if I think it'll offend someone, I'll probably not say it. If it, if I think it's not consumable for the for the public eye, I'll just not say it. I'll I'll say it privately in the house. But when it comes, when it, I'll say it to Shannon. Um, she'll get the brunt of it. But when it comes to putting things out there, I'm I'm not a big man for tarting things up. Like I like that. I like that uh, saying. I seen it on a meme one time. I'm not Willy Wonka, so don't sugarcoat shit. So you just put it out there and. The people who vibe with it or the people who understand what you're trying to say are your people and the people who don't, they're not your people. And that's okay. Like you don't have to be everybody's flavor of ice cream. It's your people are your people and they'll understand what you're trying to say. And if they don't, that's okay. And sometimes you can be wrong as well. If I put something out there, I've read some of my Wednesday words of wisdom back again, six years after the fact. And I was thinking, what was it? What, what triggered that? What was I thinking when I wrote that? Because I don't really believe that anymore. And that's gross, I suppose. But, um, the name Hollywood, that just that just opened doors for me in terms of conversations, and it, it suppose it it's a word or a name that it the A falls on it because it's it's noticeable. But um, there's been good and bad points about it. It's opened doors, but it's also attracted ridicule, and that in its very fact has changed the way I develop as a person, both good and bad. Are you, are you ready for your question? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to have to be good to be better than that one. That's a good question. That's like I've got a serious one and I've got a not so serious one. And my not so serious one, I would I would say that's a not so serious question. Eh? That's that wasn't too deep. That was a good that was a good mid level question. Yeah. But I was thinking about the fact that we're both dads and we're very much learning on the spot because no one hands you a guidebook on how to be a good dad. No one no one really asks you beforehand, what kind of dad do you want to be? Or what kind of father do you want to be? Or what kind of man do you want to be to role model to your kids? And a lot of the things that we do and say every day are picked up by the young ones, whether it's good or bad. It could be an F-bomb when you stub your toe at the bottom of the stairs and now all of a sudden that's their new word. Um, so they will role model things that we do and that we say and the way we behave, the way we show up as a man in our, in our world. Um, but I'm a madman for reading, and I know you're you're mad into the books as well. So what I want to know is, when your kids are of an age, so you have three lovely kids as well, and like when your kids are of an age where they're starting to read books and you're starting to recommend books that would shape their lives and, and shape their paths into their future lives, can you think of one book in particular or two books? It can be as many as you like that you would recommend and is there a different book for each child that you would like to recommend to them that that you've taken something personally that's brought you on as a man and what are they and give us those recommendations i have uh, probably i'd say whenever i came home from new zealand 2014 was it right not somewhere and not there is when i actually took a vested interest and my own personal development, like you could account it in one hand how many books I'd read prior to that. Mm-hmm. And I went on a real glut of, of consuming books. And a couple of the, the first couple of ones that I read, and it probably is just because it was the first couple of ones that sort of opened my, my own my mindset. It essentially sort of sprung a growth mindset within me. One of them was Mark Manson, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And it was yes. just a, it's just a fantastic book. It really is like, and it is one of the, 
is something I would recommend to a lot of my male clients. Um, not that it doesn't ring true to females as well, but I just feel it resonates more with males, maybe. So I would like I would like Caleb to read that when he's a bit older. I have a notion that Luca isn't going to give a fuck about anything. <laughs> <laughs> so Caleb possibly will be a bit more conscious given he is the, the first child and he was uh, probably, what was he, he's the first pancake pick. So he gets all, uh, he gets trail <laughs> run on, on all the parenting techniques. So he was probably overprotected, over sheltered, over everything. So maybe having a little bit of, not caring about what others feel and think will happen. What what what's the main message you took from that book? So what was it about that book that stood out for you that you'd like to pass on to Caleb? Just the paddle your own canoe, you know, that you're writing your own story here and that life is probably gonna be more enjoyable whenever you put more effort and energy and attention back into yourself than the thoughts and opinions of others. It's a good book. You've read it, haven't you? I don't know. I'm the same as yourself. Um, whenever I went into, when I went to university, I started reading and I went into overdrive and I've, I don't, I've read countless books now, but there, it, it's got to a point where I'm looking at books in a second way. It's like, have I already read that one or how do I need to go back and read that one again? Um, I don't think I've read Mark Manson's. You did actually gift me on my 30th birthday. I'm looking forward to here now. A different version of the same. I don't know if people. Oh, well, you, this is a podcast, so people aren't going to see that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> podcast error one hundred and one. So it's the life changing magic of not giving a fuck. Um, how to stop spending time you don't have doing things you don't want to do with people you don't like by serenade. So that I can recommend that one too. And I'm imagining it's the same, same message. Yeah. Other yeah. book then that I um, I really I just I really enjoyed was Malcolm Gladwell's book, Outliers. And mm -hmm. it's just a, a series of real-life examples of, of success outliers, so people who did... Well, the thing is that they're not really outliers. That's the, that is the theme, that you see someone who has incredible success and think, well, that's strange. That makes no sense. How'd they achieve all that? But in fact, the, they've been working very hard and circumstances sort of came together and they took the opportunity when it was presented to themselves and that that was something that i i wanted i want everyone to really take not just the kids i was listening to a, a pod last week i think it was it was modern wisdom it's a great podcast listen to this like but if you want to listen to something else modern wisdom is quite good <laughs> and it was he was interviewing a, a professor who did a thesis on serendipity and luck and the the long and short of it was you make your own look by putting yourself in a position to create opportunities and then by how you react to the sort of outcome of those positions so if you say talk to someone and you it, it give it, it give this example there was two people going for a coffee one person walks down the street at the door. He sees a five-pound note. He picks it up, walks in. There's a, um, one empty seat in the cafe. He sits down and springs up a conversation with the guy beside him, and it turns out this is a CEO, and he offers him lots of job opportunities off the back of it. Same thing happens. Somebody walks to the shop. His 
looking elsewhere, doesn't see the fiver, goes in, has to pay for his own coffee, sits down, keeps the head down on the phone, doesn't talk to the highly successful, highly opportunistic businessman beside him, and nothing good comes from it. You ask those two people, how'd your day go? The optimist, he had the best day of his life. He had a free coffee and he has a new job. The pessimist, oh, it's all right, didn't do much. You know, so I want that lens of optimism to be placed not only in front of the children, but anybody who's listening, you know, anyone. Absolutely. It's like um, that both had the same day, but the, the lens that they viewed it through and the way that they approached the day massively affected the outcome and the way that they perceived how that day went. So I think that's a valuable lesson for kids, adults alike. So two good books there. Two good Outlier, books. Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell and The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Any Anything for the wee woman specific? <laughs> well, I've got a great one. Um, Glennon Doyle, Untamed. Very, very good book. I listened to it on audiobook, and it is, it's aimed at women, but I think there's many some man out there who get plenty from it. Uh, anybody in general. That's my dog going buck mad in the background, guys, if you can hear. Um, somebody must be at the door. But yeah, Glennon Doyle, Untamed. Another good recommendation. Right. Second question. And oh, two was... questions. Oh, well, how long? What time is it? You, nah. you is, that long... there. is that long enough, maybe? That, that'll probably do this for the first I think quarter. we keep them short and sweet and leave them wanting more. Yeah, that'll do. And yeah. I need to go down and check is Oreo actually eating someone at the front door because <laughs> she's barking mad. I had a mute for a wee minute. No, I think that's that's a nice a nice intro to uh, nice intro, surely. the Are You Well podcast. And yeah, message myself or Niall. Any questions, any topics, anything at all, and we'll we'll chat it through. So this is hopefully going to be a weekly thing. If um, it's definitely going to be weekly from me. Who knows if he'll keep it up? Who knows? Well, I'll I'll I'll, I'll try my best to pull him here. Every I think week. you know what we could do next week is is explain the name too. We'll explain the name next week at the start of the podcast. Um, because there was a wee bit of thinking behind that there. But yeah, I've enjoyed this so far anyway, and I'll be I'll be back next week. So hope to see you then. Chat it.